one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Our Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello, Scott. Josh, my friend, you'll already know this, but we'll talk about it anyway. <laughs> HBO's The Last of Us now has their Joel and Ellie. Um, comes from Hollywood Reporter saying that Bella Ramsey will be Ellie. Um, you'll know her as Liana Mormon from Game of Thrones. Maybe you know her as the voice of Hilda in Hilda. Um, and also, um, coming from Deadline, saying that Pedro Pascal is going to be Joel, who you might know as the Mandalorian, for the love of God, <laughs> or Oberyn Martell, also in Game of Thrones. What's your thoughts on this combo? Um, well, Scott, like it's it's been a roller coaster of a night because initially the rumors were going out that um, Mahershala Ali was in talks to be um, Joel, and obviously that was immediately quashed by the casting of Ellie and then the casting of Joel. Mm-hmm. But um, as a kind of like gut reaction, I think it's really solid to be honest. Like Pedro Pascal wasn't necessarily in my wasn't necessarily my top choice, but I think no. he's a great actor. I think he kind of suits that gruffer, you know, dad type. And I think from what <laughs> I've seen of uh, Bella Ramsey, only from Game of Thrones, uh, like she. Played plays that kind of precocious um, young woman role like really well and I can see her bringing a lot of um, you know like punch to the role mm. of Ellie in this in this um, HBO adaptation. It's so it's funny because like uh, my wife watches a ton of Hilda and she's like Hilda <laughs> in that and she's really like twee and quaint and British like she is English anyway yeah. um, but she sounds like one of the Harry Potter kids in Hilda uh, where it's like oh yes we'll go and take care of this thing and everything's really twee and lovely and nice <laughs> and then it's such a comparison or a contrast to like how she is in obviously the giant killing scene from Thrones where she just like just st- you know, screams at the giant and goes for it but yeah. I like that that dynamism I like that she can do both sides really well I think that um, the only remote hurdle is that she has to be able to do an American an accent um, mm-hmm. unless they like change the Ellie can be English or something like that I don't know but um, yeah I think in terms of like gut reaction stuff like you said like, I didn't have Pedro Pascal on my card like um, you know the sort of top runners fan casting wise were always kind of Nikolai Costa-Waldo or Hugh Jackman um, yeah. I think those, those were kind of like the top two um, and Pedro Pascal like for me like I you know I know him from Mandalorian I know him from Narcos and uh, I when I saw the reaction sorry saw the casting I kind of went eh, yeah I guess so like mm. I don't know to me he doesn't have have that sort of underlying rage that he's always suppressing something that I feel Joel has. Um, but as a side point, um, you know, before you sort of get onto that, do you think that, like, or, well, as a potential massive positive to casting someone like this, it means that Troy Baker's version of Joel and Ashley Johnson's version of Ellie can live completely separately, that, like, yeah. this will give the HBO version its own identity. Like, even if you're massively not a fan of these castings for whatever reason, um, you know, your most beloved ones are still going to be over here. They're going to be completely yes. separate. 
I mean, yeah, that was kind of, I, was, I wasn't like diving too much into the reactions this morning, but I did see a few um, kind of complaining that they weren't, you know, one for one exact right. lookalikes of the characters. And for me, when it comes to an adaptation like this, I don't know why you would necessarily want that because, you no. know, like the games themselves, uh, one and two, like they have such great performances that, you know, ground them. And the story is obviously a huge part of that. Like if you want that story, you can get it in a perfectly good excellently executed um, format, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know why you, you would just want to kind of copy what Troy Baker and um, Ashley had uh, done with those characters. So for me, like getting someone like Pedro is hopefully brings a different side to Joel that we haven't seen that kind of like justifies the adaptation in the in the first place because I don't mm-hmm. want this just to be like beat for beat from the game you know what I mean it's like shot yeah. for shot because we've already we've already got a great cinematic version of this story and if they're going to do it I'd like to see them you know not obviously completely rip up what was established in the games but you know add another dimension here or there and hopefully like these actors can do it i think pedro pascal in particular like i've seen him in quite a few things now you know game of thrones he was in kingsman you know you mentioned like narcos and that mm. uh I, I i do think he has he, or he, he's at least capable of getting at that underlying rage like you know you see his final scene in game of thrones and he's doing that kind of like big bombast almost gladiator-esque mm. uh, you know monologue to the crowd like he can work a crowd in that way mm. yeah you know you see him in the few moments where he is helmetless in the mandalorian he can do a lot with very little i think and i think mm. that's a perfect match for Joel, who in the first game especially, which I imagine the first season is going to be focused on, like, is very much shut off and conveys a lot of who he is as a character through those kind of subtler, quieter moments rather than the big explosive ones, you know, because he's Mm -hmm. trying to conceal his anger and conceal his grief and stuff. That's the thing. Do you think that they'll... Because for me, like, it, it speaks to the quality of the character writing in the first place that you can... Like, even when, you know, those... Because it came from the Illuminati, the website, saying that Mahershala Ali had been offered the, the role and that it was waiting for him to take it. And the way it was written up was that he was going to take it. Um, but obviously, it was only, like, half an hour later when Hollywood Reporter came in and said, actually, that's not the case at all. It's this. Um, but when Ali was potentially cast, I was like, well, that's a fascinating way to yeah. go because it means that you focus entirely on the character writing and someone else, someone completely different could play them. Um, and someone like Mahershala Ali is so much like younger than I would say that Joel is. Obviously, there's the race thing, but like it's still like if you're going to base a character on that writing, then you dig into the meat of the character writing in itself, yeah. and you focus on that underlying rage, the whatever traits you would say make Joel. And yes. for me, that meant that Ali being cast was just a fascinating take. Um, you know, isn't going to be the case, but I saw Troy Baker also tweeting like, you know, I can't wait to learn more about Joel from Pedro Pascal's take. And that's kind of like such a fascinating way to look at it. Like, um, because Troy's talked loads from Last of Us 2 saying like, you know, I had to dive into the character so much more and I had to learn more about the character and they exist as this entity that I'm tapping into. And I guess it's just a whole other dimension of thinking about how to adapt something. It's not a one-to-one take. It's what would this character do and then picking from that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think it bodes well that Neil Druckmann is obviously on board as an, as an executive producer and also a writer. So he's going mm. to, you know, not just copy the work he's already done. You know, he's going to take those um, same scenarios or similar scenarios. And like you said, kind of like show us different aspects of these characters, hopefully, in a way that, you know, even if you have played the games front to back numerous times like me and you have, we might still mm. be surprised by what we see or a few different avenues that the characters take while 
presumably keeping the broad strokes the same. Like the Mahershala Ali thing, like I was really hyped for that. And I was even <laughs> more good when I think it was in the Hollywood Reporter write-up mm-hmm. where they mentioned that while Ali was uh, like never in the running for Joel, they were trying to get him in some kind of other role, maybe as oh, like really? one of the um, side characters in the series. And that doesn't look like it's happening anymore. And I was like, damn, ah. I, I, want, I try to see Mahershala Ali in more stuff every single time same. I see him on screen, like he's electric, but still, I can't really necessarily complain, and I'm I'm looking forward to this, man. I have been mm. since it was first excited, and like I said, they're not necessarily my first choices, but I mean, no one's listening to me, Scott Tilford. I don't know what I'm doing when it comes to casting TV shows, you know, and I trust HBO, and I trust, like, um, Craig uh, Mazin, I think he's called, who's, you yeah. know, the, the showrunner of it, and I trust Neil Druckmann enough that if these are the right choices, then they're the right choices. It's, it's uh, honestly, like, as a production, you've got, obviously, the, <clears throat> the backing of HBO, you've got Craig, Craig Mazin, Craig Mazin, Mr. Chernobyl coming yeah. in, doing, you know, being the, uh, the showrunner, the director, whatever. Neil Druckmann's carrying over so he can maintain, sort of, you know, strengths to the original source material. Then there's the casting, which is insane. Um, do you think that, like, in terms of timeline placement, will they just, or like, I don't know, what do you think they'll take from, like, try and, like, just take the most iconic scenes, like, have have the David scene, have Ellie fighting back yeah. against David or whatever, um, or do they do something completely different? Do they sort of do, like, a side story that happened in between those months? Because in the game, we jump forward in months. There is, like, time that you could fill out. I, th- I think we'll see, like, the big scenes. I think we'll see most of the scenes from the game, you know, those mm. seasons. But, yeah, I do feel, and I, I want to see them kind of fill in those gaps. I want to see what happened in, like, those weeks or months or even days mm-hmm. be- in, in between the big chapters that we see in the game because there's a lot of development in there um, between Ellie and Joel that's kind of, like, jumped over and you see them more connected when we pick up with them. That would be cool to see play out in real time, like, as the series progresses. Mm-hmm. I hope they keep the series relatively short I hope it's nice and contained because I don't want it to be a thing that's just kind of like stretched out forever and I don't think HBO would um, necessarily do that but like you said there is so much kind of quality behind this that even though video game adaptations haven't necessarily gone very well in the past I think HBO in general (laughs) is just like a great home for it and like you said the, the people on board are just they might not be everyone's, you know, first picks, like I said, but they're all incredibly talented from the writers to the directors to the producers to now the actors. It's worth shouting out as well, because I, I just noted down, like, obviously, Oscar Isaac is going to be Solid Snake. You've now got yeah. Bella Ramsey as Ellie and Pedro Pascal as Joel. And also, the Borderlands movie has Kate Blanchett, Kevin Hart, and Jamie Lee Curtis, um, so far, anyway. Um, it just it feels like we're in this little paradigm shift of, like, oh, we're going we're gonna to take video game movies seriously. Not that they aren't semi... Well, not that mm. they aren't watchable enough, video yeah. game movies in the past, but, like, doing it with this level of gravitas. Like, Oscar Isaac as Snake is a hell of a pick, and then going with these... Obviously, they're immediately recognisable. Pedro Pascal is huge as the Mandalorian. Um, do you feel like it's just a... Because obviously there's the PlayStation Studio stuff, Sony were like, we're going to do more serious movie adaptation stuff. Um, is it just... Is it, it feels like there's a change in the guard. Obviously, we need to wait Definitely. and see what comes next. Yeah, I feel like this was, you know, love it or hate it, kind of kicked mm. off by The Witcher on Netflix. Like, that was right. huge. It might not have been the perfect adaptation of that mm-hmm. world, but, like, a lot of people loved it, a lot of people resonated with it, and that's obviously getting a second season. You know, this getting made by HBO with such high-profile talent attached to it is a big thing. And I think kicking off with Uncharted, I think that might be the big push, because even, <laughs> yeah. even if that's not, um, you know, going to be an amazing project you know it might be for all i know but the again the push that's receiving you know with tom holland in the lead role with mm. sony being fully behind it after like a decade of being in development hell i think that shows how far we've come and how much True. now they're willing to commit to like these interesting projects both on the big screen and the small screen and you know everywhere in between 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I completely forgot the Uncharted movie was happening, to be honest. <laughs> I think it's because they keep teasing it and we don't get a trailer. Um, but yeah. yeah, let us know what you think down in the comments below the, of the casting of Joel and Ellie. Maybe do you, would you have switched someone out or what do you think of the people that they've gone with? For now, I've been Scott from WhatCulture.com. I've been Josh from WhatCulture.com. And we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.